Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Post-Sermon Podcast. I am Deaconess Dahlia, and with me today is Pastor Adam. Hey, Deaconess. And we actually have a special guest with us today. Um, this is not our typical post-sermon podcast episode. We've now had a, well, I want to call it pastor party episode. That's not actually what it's called. No, no, no. <laughs> At least it's still in committee. Still yeah. in committee. We're, we're calling it an under-shepherd episode. We've had two of those now. Right. And that's where we listen to sermons from other pastors, have some conversation with them. But today we don't have a sermon to listen to. Yeah, no sermon, but we do have a pastor. Um, so this type of episode, we're calling it an around the sermon episode. Is, am we, I saying it right? Because and, I want to have a name for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is an around the sermon episode, which is just saying it's an off topic episode because it's not a sermon review. It's not a sermon kind of discussion. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I figure everyone here will be really excited to hear that our first around the sermon episode is with Pastor Caleb Worrell, who was our very first vicar here at St. John. Welcome to the podcast, Caleb. How are you? I'm doing well, yeah. Thanks for having me for for this episode. So as you can hear, we have Pastor Worrell on the phone, and uh, we decided to record this the Thursday before Holy Week. So none of us are busy right now. And uh, we, already, we had to move our recording time Great timing, a couple of times I'm already. Sure. Yeah, we had to move the recording time and oh man. And Caleb, you are now at Shepherd of the Lakes. Is that correct? Yep. It's, uh, it's in Garrison, Minnesota, um, right by Lake Mille Lacs. Yeah. So tell us about your uh, congregation. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a small congregation in a small town. Um, I don't know. I, I've been loving it, I guess. Um, it's mostly retired age people, um, or, or kind of on the older, older end of things. Um, yeah. Well, what else do you want to know? Uh, you've been pastor not quite a year yet. What was it like last summer sometime that you were ordained and installed? Yeah, it was last summer. So. And you are the sole pastor. Is that correct? Oh yes. I'm, I'm the only pastor. Yeah. Well, very good. Um, well, I guess just a general question I have about your ministry is what do you think of your first year of, of being a pastor so far? Um, uh, there's been a lot to learn and, um, I don't know. I, I think it makes sense that I'm a, a pastor at this place. Um, but of course I really don't know very much yet. I haven't been here that long. And, um, there's, you know, a lot, a lot to learn about the people and, and the ministry that, that is here, obviously beyond just word and sacrament, which is, is the ministry, you know, but there, there are particular things to different places that you're, you're at. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I know we're getting into like Holy week right now. Um, so how is the preparation for that going? It's good. Yeah. I think I'm ready for it. You know, <laughs> I kind of printed out my, uh, my sermons and Bible studies and whatnot. So I'm, I think I'm ready. It's just for a matter of uh, actually doing it, you know, preparing for the delivery of the sermons and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been able to be on top of it, you know. Um, good. I know there can sense. be so much going into it and um, no matter yeah. what size <laughs> congregation, right? It's always like such a big lead up to Holy Week. Um and I am curious, because um, maybe this, and I'm curious too, 
Pastor Adam, like with, with your answer, but is there a particular service that you're really looking forward to in this week? Like Good Friday or Easter, Monday, Thursday? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess I haven't even like, <laughs> I haven't even thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like Palm Sunday coming up, which I'm, I'm excited for. Oh, sure. Um, sure. But huh. Yeah. If I, I had don't to pick know. One. Yeah. It's, maybe hmm. it's not, I don't know if that's something pastors think about. What about you, Pastor Adam? What do you think? Do you have a favorite one? Yeah. I've been thinking since we came up with this uh, question and I, I don't have an answer. I don't know what my favorite is, but I can think I'm looking forward to different moments. And one of the moments I'm looking forward to is we have a noon Monday, Thursday service. And I don't think we told you this yet, uh, Caleb, but you are going to be featured in that service because we are pulling out your recording of you singing Psalm 22 during the stripping the altar. And so, oh, wow. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hear your voice uh, during then. And um, I just have to look back on, on Holy Week with you. That was one of those moments I just remember just watching you sing and with the the passion and care that you had there, and that's something that still uh, that still sticks with me. So I'm excited to, for one of that's one of the moments I guess I'm looking forward to. I just wanted to second that. I I just thought that was one of my favorite moments was yeah getting to hear you sing Psalm 22 it was great. Yeah. So I uh, you mentioned that and well that's that could be a little bit a little fruit that is. Uh, or a little seed that is bear, bearing fruit now as a pastor. I, I remember doing that too. And um, actually I'm planning to do that again for Monday, Thursday now as a pastor. So that's kind of cool that you mentioned that. But Yeah, we still hear from folks in the congregation. Uh, we, we miss your singing and uh, the, the gift that it brought to the people here. So, so Caleb, are there any surprises that you would say you weren't, you weren't like expecting in this coming year as, um, as pastor, like both good and maybe challenging ones. <laughs> oh no, I, ex- I expected everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you, <laughs> no. <laughs> you knew exactly what Sorry. was going to happen. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I was surprised to be at a congregation with basically no youth, you know? Uh, no, no confirmation in the, in the typical sense. Um, you know, like I obviously at St. John got that experience and had, um, had a class on confirmation and whatnot. And so, yeah, that was, that was a big surprise for me. That is interesting. I can imagine that's, that, that is different going from certain demographics that you had here at St. John and now go to a congregation where where the needs are different, right? You're, you're not, um, at least at this time, not needing to help with, with the youth or with confirmation, but you said more with, um, the retirement age. Yeah. So like I've, I've done a new member class, but this was someone, oh, I, I don't know how old she is exactly, but maybe like 70 or something like that. And so it's, it's a different dynamic than, you know, teaching like junior high age students or, yeah, you know, sure. But yeah, and that's just uh, one of the things of seminary is you are exposed to so many ideas or maybe in this ministry setting or that setting. But until you get that call, you just you just don't know how God's going to be using you at that place and at that time. Now, in Garrison, Minnesota, is this more of a smaller town? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really small. I uh, it's maybe 200 people. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so small. Yeah, really small. Yep. 
And how far away are um is your congregation from from Hannah's family? Because isn't she isn't her family pretty close by? Yeah, it's it's a really great location for us in that sense because um I think well it's about two hours away from her side of the family and about two hours away from my side. Oh, from your side too as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Now that you mentioned uh, Hannah, how is Hannah doing? How's Rosalind? How's the family? Yeah, well, I guess uh, this could be a, a time to share congregation that we're, we're expecting our second kid. Aw, congratulations. Um, so, Congrats. Yeah, thank you. This is like May 18th as the due date. So, I mean, it's this is coming up. And how, how old is Rosalind right now? I'm trying to remember. So, almost three years. Um, oh, oh in July, so I know what. Yeah, and she was just kind of so almost right. So just thinking back, like when you guys arrived, like I mean, it must have been. Was it even a month before Hannah gave birth? Like just so soon, all of um. That's right. That's right. Because yeah. what they they moved in like beginning of July, and then Hannah was due in August with Rosalind. It was something like that. Yeah. So was it even a month? Yeah, it was. It was about a month. Yeah. yeah, about a month. So. Yeah, I think I remember with you, uh, Caleb. We had to get your first sermon in, and knowing that the baby was coming, because I just wanted to at least get us going on that process there. Cool. Well, speaking of sermons, and we are on the post sermon podcast, and while we're not going to be um, reviewing a sermon today, um, we thought it might be just nice to ask you know how have you grown as a preacher? I mean, vicarage is a really intense year of preaching and putting you. Um, you know, before our congregation, but you go back to seminary for a fourth year, there's another preaching class you take and you've been pastor now. And so how have you grown as a preacher? Yeah. I, I think something I've really been working on, the approach is something like this. You read a scripture passage and you, you try to see what sort of an image of God are we seeing from this passage? And then you, then you ask the question, how did the people at the time respond to that? And how do we now today respond to it? And by doing this, it has helped me ground my preaching in the scripture passage for the day. Um, that's something I've been working on a lot because it, it can be easy to kind of read a scripture passage and pick like some random theme that comes up, but then kind of run away from the text, you know? Uh, so that, that's been something, I guess. Uh, I, I really like that. And you talked about an image of kind of how God presents himself to us. I mean, when Paul's writing, you know, like to the Corinthians, he wasn't necessarily thinking about the rest of the church. And so, yeah, he's writing to that specific group. And yet we read Corinthians and it matters for us today. I, I like this. How does God present himself then? And how does God present himself today? Now, Caleb, I have to ask you, um, do you still memorize your sermons? I do. But I, I bring I have brought up my my manuscript with me. I've ah, just found that, uh, yeah. especially with um, you know, on vicarage, I may have preached a lot, but it's nothing compared to what I'm doing now. <laughs> you know, I'm the only the yeah, only guy I week. preach every right. single one. Right. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just having the manuscript there just kind of calms my nerves a little bit, even though I I hardly look at it. You know, as I I do memorize. Hey, that's awesome to hear. I think that's I think that's been going well. I've kind of looked at it and said, you know, uh, since it causes me more anxiety 
when I do it without the manuscript, maybe like in a few years, I could go back to doing it more like I did at St. John. Um, but I don't know, you know, it, it just will be a process and we'll see how I, how I grow in that. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I still get nervous preaching too. And I think having those things that kind of ground us so we can go about delivering the word that, that that's important to do. Exactly. If it helps, then why not? Yeah. I guess connected to that, I've, I've gotten a little more comfortable, like not saying exactly word for word what I wrote is that at St. John that I memorized word for word. I mean, I, you know, it was very close to what I had written. Um, but I've, I've become a little more comfortable with like, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of the reality of being a pastor. Sometimes you've written the sermon, but throughout the week or sometimes even like Sunday morning, <laughs> something hits you and you can, you can add it to the sermon. So this is a great benefit of memorizing the sermon. It's like, you're not glued to the page. And if some, if something else comes up or, or something like that, you can, you can add it in, you know, it might just be like an application or an example or something like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I've, I've been doing that more and that's been kind of strange <laughs> because I, I used to be more tied exactly to what I had written. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just have a big smile on my face hearing that because that is the beauty of of having sermons memorized. Is it actually gives you more freedom in the preaching task to to make an amendment on the fly, or uh, uh, there's a, an occasion going on in in one service, not the other. And yeah, that's awesome to hear. All right, so one question I have for you, Caleb. Call day is coming up here, April 26th, and not only are seminarians receiving calls to become pastors, but a group of seminarians also are going to be placed um, in different vicarage congregations. So um, my question for you then is, imagine you were there with the the vicar who's going to get placed here at St. John, would, would you have any advice for this vicar? What would you, what would you tell him? Yeah, I guess my advice would basically be to keep the big picture in mind. And that's, it's kind of hard to do when you're, you're just starting off as a vicar, but think about the day and like your first year as a pastor, um, as you're thinking about what's going on as a vicar. So You'll work really hard as a vicar, but the harder you work as a vicar, the more it's going to be worthwhile to you as a, a pastor later on. Because once you get to be a pastor, you're going to see how you were formed and shaped by all the things in your your experience as a vicar. And so I, that would be my advice would just be to to remember the big picture. I think that's great advice. No, thank you for that answer, Caleb. And, you know, we're still waiting to find out if St. John will receive another vicar. It's, it's never a for sure thing, but uh, maybe if we do, we should uh, send this uh, this episode along to the new vicar and say, hey, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's what uh, Pastor Royal has to say about this. So Awesome. Thank you. And I think our, our last question that we have for you, um, is there any kind of like message or words that you would like to leave St. John before, before we wrap up? Uh, I guess I, w I would say, uh, you know, hello people at St. John. Uh, I miss you. And um, I am still grateful for, for you and the time that we had together, uh, especially as I have been a pastor for a while now. 
I can see the seeds that were planted in my time there and how they are, are bearing fruit. And so I'm grateful for you. And I uh, am grateful for the ministry that's happening there for, um, especially for other vicars like me. And I, I wish you well in that as you help to prepare other, other men to be, become pastors just like me. Well, very good. Well, I think those are all the questions that we have. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the episode. That's around the sermon episode, Deaconess. Around the sermon episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Caleb, for taking the time and talking to us. Um, this, I think, is just so cool just to get to talk to you. Can't believe it's been three years. That's just incredible. Uh, we are praying for you and wish you the best, especially um, this Holy Week. Yeah, Caleb, um, it's uh, I'm just so glad to have this uh, phone call today and uh, to get to catch up with you. And um, I'm just excited to share this uh, episode with uh, the members here. And I look forward to when we can cross paths again. Yeah, me too. I, I hope the episode can be uh, can be good for people to be able to think back on the ministry they, they did um, for me. And and to be able to look forward to you know future ministry as the Lord will use you all. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Bye. See you, Deaconess. See you. See you.